I'm Stephen Downey and you're very welcome to episode 41 of the Mindful Living Guide, the podcast where we try and bring mindfulness into our everyday life through the art of conversation. Uh, this week we have two amazing guests for the first time in the history of the podcast. We've got two guest speakers and um, they are fantastic. You're going to really enjoy it. Uh, it's a real bubbly conversation, uh, lots of laughter, uh, but lots of nuggets of great information. Our guests this week are Ma- Laura Hillier Brady and Amanda Ringrose of Mind Body Resilience School. And uh, I certainly learned a lot from this episode and I really hope you do too. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, please like or follow uh, to get up to date on any new episodes coming out. And with that, sit back and enjoy this week's episode of The Mindful Living Guide. You are very welcome to this episode of The Mindful Living Guide. For the first time ever in all of our episodes, we actually have two guests on today. We're extremely lucky to have Laura Hillier-Brady and Amanda Ringrose. And uh, I'm really excited about this chat. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever seen any of their videos together. And they're the just most bubbly, happy people <laughs> that I've ever met. And you can even hear them chatting away and, and laughing in the background. Laura and Amanda, you're so welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having us, Stephen. It's, just, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a bit of fun. Hopefully have a bit of fun now the next little while. <laughs> like, like I said before we came on, uh, there's never anything serious on this. We know no laughing because life is too serious sometimes. <laughs> so great. So great. We can and take we it too have seriously. now left the room. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, listen, bring me back. How you you guys you, you mentioned that you two years meant um Laura, you've been teaching in your own school for many, many years. And uh, Amanda, you, you came in as a student one time. That's that's how you yeah, the, the well, yeah, here. Yeah, I was. I've been in social work for over thirty years. In addition to other things, but one during that time when you do when you're in social work, you get tired and burned out. And you're like, I'm leaving totally. So I went and tried to find something alternative for myself, and I was always into the healing arts anyway. So I went to uh, Walmer College to do massage therapy, and Laura actually taught me massage therapy. So that was about sixteen years ago. So wow. we've kept very much connected, in and out of each other's lives the last probably. 16 years but then the last two years really ran back together to start a business together and it's just been fun 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 and that was one of the criteria we had actually with each other is like if we're going to do something it has to have the crack like we just have to have fun as well as teaching and helping people but we need to have fun because that's energy yeah it is and like it's it's, there's so many different energy and sorry sorry Laura I'm I'm cutting over you there like oh no no I was gonna say you know like like that Stephen yeah like I've been in the industry for the last 30 years so I've had my own college and it was actually when I left the college and back in 2013 people were like oh but you are the college and I was like oh my god please I'm not identified by (laughs) by something outside of me so actually that's when I really went and did my own research so I I went in and went across the world really to to understand really have an understanding of the mind body connection even though I taught it and talked about it for years but um it was really when I actually did my own work after that that I really start to get it (laughs) and was that was that own work that you did on yourself or was that more research yeah like by going to so many different seminars like as I said like Louise Hay, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Abraham Hicks all of these amazing people, like I really went and searched and 
and delved into my own stuff and sat with my own stuff and really understood allowed the stickiness come up because I was always so busy with the college um, and I was always running from class to to talking to, to clients to talking to students so actually I, it was allowing myself space to actually know well who am I because other people identified me so much with something outside of me I really had to go and find I know that's the real cliche go find yourself but I did <laughs> But it's so it's it's so true like that. There's so yeah. many of us that um we're helping other people. We're we're in our, our own journeys and our own work. And we don't take the time to kind of step back and kind of just look into ourselves and just look into what really is uh, important to us. And I think, like uh, Amanda, you mentioned as well, like, like you were working in, in social care uh, in a very tough setting for, say, for, for a long time that that brought you on that journey as well. Completely. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a process through life and I think there's lots of different stages in life we go through and we grow. We choose to grow or not grow or we stay stuck. So oftentimes we can get stuck and there's been plenty of times I've been stuck in my life and I've kind of had to, you know, figure out a way to get out of that space. Um, And I've been very fortunate to be able to do that and have people in my life that have been very helpful in those situations and we help each other as some little small communities. But absolutely, like I, I think that we grow constantly. Every day we grow. And we get up, you know, what some of the things that we do is we've learned so much doing putting our course together or our, you know, business together the last two years is that we choose to get up every morning and we choose to learn something new. And that makes a huge difference. Yeah. So even on those days, you're like, um, I actually don't get up anymore. There was not sometimes you go to work, you'd be like, oh, I have so much stuff to do today. I have to go to court. I have to do this. Blah, blah, blah. And you're so busy before you even get out of the bed mm-hmm. that you've already got yourself exhausted even get into the shower but now my life is really good in that I am able to then just go this is what I have on today today's going to be I know it's already set up so I know it's really going to be a good it's going to be productive and whatever comes my way I'm going to have a lesson out of it and that's a good thing good or bad I choose to take it as that so I have a sorry I I have a a line that I always say is like um when when you're always challenged with something is like right what is what is this situation teaching me yeah and it's it's all about just changing that perspective like like yeah. like yourself you're saying there is that like we can often kind of ruminate over so many different things over yeah. the, like that we have coming up that day or else we can just go out and just take action and just look look for the lesson in it it's like sometimes life can be hard like it's mm-hmm. it's like what's that, that saying years ago that um if life was just a flat line we'd be all dead Where yeah it has to go up and down. we need that yeah. up and down all the way through you know um yeah. And I think it's about community too. I think it is about building friendships and relationships that are healthy and that energetically are able to support each other. And I think that's what mm-hmm. some of the stuff that we do. And one of our commitments to our work is that we build community around this so that people know how to find those supports. Or if you have the supports, how you can bring them to a space that really is productive for everybody involved in those rela- relationships or within that support network or system. So that could be fr- family, that can be friendship groups, that can be work groups, anyone that you're connected with in your life. Yeah, and I'd even say even more than like that as well, is that, you know, people who have done work with us and they go off and and, they, and because we're so positive, they're like, how are you so positive? But also understanding that the when your stuff starts to come up and when you start to actually do this work, like it's not all positive no <laughs> it can be sticky yeah. and it's there to, you know it's Very. there to have that like as you just said that support it's nice to have people around us that understand that that actually you know what 
it's giving space to them to allow that stuff come up and go actually it's okay we have you you're you're here um and just allowing the the time the energy the issues from the tissues rise up and it just doesn't always feel positive so it's nice to ha- know that there's that community around you to support you yeah and, and one word is like, i think we've all said it a few times over the last few minutes it's like it's space it's like yes. giving ourselves that 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 space yeah. just to to grow and like that 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 space can start from literally just taking 10 seconds breath before you walk in a room to yeah, just groan and just going to events like this and just build, building that 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 place in our mind where we can actually just let things settle you know was, mm. i was only speaking last week there um it was about a quote from alan watts about like um muddy jeez oh, what's the exact quote it'll come to me later but it, it's basically <laughs> about muddy water that if, if you keep stirring up muddy water it's not going to settle you know it's and yeah. uh, that's the same exact same with our minds yeah yeah completely and I, I suppose the big thing for us too is that you know we do recognize and we've seen through our work like life is very difficult at times and there's moments that you're just like oh my god is this it like is this all I have to do now what I to, it's the routine 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 but there are small techniques and tools that you can use and activate in your life that can create that space that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're so busy and we're so routine focused. Now, routines are good, but sometimes if you're not, do, you can do more into that routine that's going to actually generate more energy. If we're able to do that, we know how to do that. That shifts that route, changes that energy in your regular routine so that you're in a different space in your head. Yeah. but that's becoming conscious that's yeah. that they're the conscious moments where you're like okay and I know I, I'm sure you've heard of Bruce Lipton he says like 90 95% of the time we are unconscious like we're walking around asleep so it's catching those glimpses of day-to-day moments that you're like you catch yourself or I remember standing I remember every Monday morning I used to go on the train and uh, going in to do different talks at corporate and I used to need to scare people because I'd need to get into their spot walking up and down the train station and everyone had their spot. And I thought this was so funny. <laughs> and I was like, gosh, like it is habitual. Like where people yeah. like, you know, so it's kind of to wake up and go, actually, I think I'll stand over here this morning. Then you're awake. Then you're like literally awake at nine o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning yeah. with your coffee. <laughs> but it's that conscious moments that change it, that can change everything. It's, a, it's yeah. amazing bringing that conscious awareness to into our life that um exactly like you say there's so many like i i talk sometimes about just turning off that autopilot and is there something yeah. uh that even just going for people go for a walk every day at lunchtime and they see the exact same thing but trying if they focus on trying to see something new they'll notice so many other amazing things around them and it's it, it, it comes back into it's like the, into mindfulness about being fully present and when you're yeah. living in an autopilot every single day um, it's so hard to to become present and uh, just bring awareness into it. Um, if you could think of like just any sort of tips, if someone is like constantly in that routine, 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 it could be family, it could be work. Um, is there any tips that you'd give somebody um, just to bring space and bring some conscious awareness into their life? Well, personally, like I, because I'm still um, working with my massage clients, I've often said, guys, you know, if you have a bottle of water in the car, you know, every time you take a sub of your bottle of water, you take a breath. Or even I'd say to them, like, if you're going to text, if you if there's somebody who texts you or emails you like mm-hmm. three times a day, that can be your moment. You, you're almost creating a new habit, but it's the mo- a, a, a positive habit for yourself. Yeah. So it's like, OK, that person or your best friend or, you know, your partner texts you, take the breath, take the breath, make that something that you consciously do when they actually 
contact you. And then you could do it. I even say it with teenagers, like do it with your best friend, you know, make it a thing that it's your time that when you know, when you text each other, it's your time to breathe. It takes a second. It's a moment. They're glimpses. Yeah. And also, I suppose with that breath piece, what we would what we would do, well, I've done it as well. You've done it. We teach people how to do it. It's just to remind people is that when you're taking that breath, you're actually slowing down your process into fight or flight. And so you're able to regulate yourself so that you will actually respond to somebody as opposed to react to somebody. Because our normal routine is somebody might be coming by, say, in our office or in the work or at home. And there's something they do that just annoys you every single time. And as soon as they do it, you react like that. And then things can ensue from that. Like you can get narky with each other or you just like get irritated yourself. But if you're taking that breath and kind of just taking a second, it helps just regulate it, kind of go a reminder to yourself. OK, this is actually OK. Like, what's the big deal here? It's not something I need to stress about because when I start to do that, I start to give my power away by giving my energy to somebody else. And I need to choose where I'm putting my energy today. So there are choices in those breath moments or in those little moments, we make conscious choices to hold our own energy and not to give it out if we don't need to. Yeah. But energy, energy flows where energy goes. So mm. wherever you give your attention, like literally yeah. you're giving somebody else your your precious power and your precious precious energy so i so yeah. agree with that and and again that can be habitual where you walk in because you're doing something a routine every day and you are bumping into that person every day and if you realize that that is your trigger if, if you just become aware that they are a trigger that it's awareness is for me is everything if you just can become a little bit more aware and go oh god they're making me feel that way just turn away from them, turn away, you know, be aware like that they're going in for a coffee at 11. You go at 11, 11. Yeah. <laughs> you, know yeah. you don't like the key there as well. You don't have to react either. Um, yeah. That it's, there's one thing I, I talked about recently actually, and it was about introducing positive uh, triggers to your life. Yeah. That, like you, you can say like that person's going for a coffee that really annoys me at 10 past 11. Yeah. But, could you introduce some, oh, that's a reminder that I have to take a breath, you know, yes. rather than kind of flip, flip it, flip yeah. the script a bit and um, try and, and try and see something positive from, from that. Cause like we're saying, it's that it's an unconscious awareness. Uh, yeah. Sometimes we don't even realize. Um, I have a, a name for it is our, our automatic react system or our ARS. <laughs> and sometimes our, our ARS gets so true. It is so true. Like, yeah, you're, and yeah. it is. And even like, chemically like what you're doing to your body I, I love that I love the anatomy behind it <laughs> so I'm like but even like you know knowing what you're doing like every time you have that reaction your your hypothalamus is kind of gone oh my god yeah this is this person automatically annoys me and then you you have your lovely pituitary gland is actually you know spinning a lot of biochemicals into the body and then you have a reaction with your adrenal glands and then you're you're actually inflaming your own body your own system every time you do that so even knowing that knowledge it's like actually I can heal myself by not even you know take you know, not even dealing with that person or just as you said take the moment consciously to come back down and actually go you know what I love me I love me bring it back to me and then actually start start secreting a different set of hormones for me yeah. that's the the power wow. yeah the other I'm... piece we do a lot oh sorry go ahead. oh no go ahead go ahead the other piece we do a lot is around um, the boundaries because we, we just love boundaries. So with the boundary piece is that and, and empathy. 
Okay, mm-hmm. so it's being in that space where you're able to see, step out of yourself and look at the other person and go, okay, there must be something really difficult or challenging for them today. And I'm really, that's unfortunate. However, I have my boundary here and that I can have an energy boundary around me that allows me to empathize with what they're going through, but not engage, connect to that energetically. And that's where we shift into a completely different place then. So we're now seeing it from an empathetic point of view while still minding ourselves and our own energy and our own space and our own mindset, but we're still able to feel the humans, the human part of that, which is so important because no, very few people have an easy life. There's always something for all of us that we are thrown at us that we have to deal with. So it's about getting to that back into that space Mm of empathy and understanding that not everybody's going to have a good day, but it doesn't have to impact us. And you can send the good vibes or just send that, you know, I'm in your own mind, say, God, I can see where they're coming from. So I'm not going to let that impact me because this is not actually about me. This is about where they are right now. And that's knowing yourself, really. And we do yeah. a lot of that work with people is yeah. getting to know yourself. Knowing your own values and where you're completely, from. Yeah. yeah. And for me, like, again, it's the energy you know, like understanding our energy, understanding the, that we have this energy bubble around us, that it's our own inner Taurus field that that we that goes out two meters and understanding that. And so an awful lot of um, people, I would say, zip up and look up, <laughs> zip up and look up. And it's, you know, and we actually do it through kind of kinesiology testing. And, we, and I actually, you know, when we're working with people, we show them how one look can actually take you down energetically mm-hmm. because you, it taps into your insecurities and so when somebody looks at you and they actually drop their eyes they go down into your solar plexus which is where we actually give our energy and our power away and then as soon as you actually intentionally zip up in, in like in an imaginary zip up mm-hmm. and look up it changes your energy field and you their their energy bounces off you then as well so those are the little th- tips are because you're, you're dealing with you're dealing with the quantum field you're dealing with your own vibration you're dealing with what what goes out comes back so if you can hold that and seal that on an energy level with boundaries yeah you, you're onto a winner <laughs> there's loads of other things what i love though well, is like four days long so it's four days <laughs> it's what what i love though what you're talking about though is, is the sense of empathy as well is that um many people that you feel trigger you it's like i, I i've got young kids and it's like one of the ones you said she made me angry or she made me do this or he made me do that. And that sometimes bringing a small bit of empathy into it, you can realize that they're, they're not actually making it's you that's making that decision yeah. to feel like that. Yeah. But they're not doing that on purpose. There's something happening inside and it could be chemically. It could, it could be something emotionally inside them that I think sometimes when we bring that kind of empathetic um, part to it, it's like people that are familiar with mindfulness might be familiar with a meditation called love and kindness. And yeah. that, how when we send love and kindness to people, uh, whether that's someone we love or that's someone that we have um, difficulties with, that it energetically changes your relationship with that person. Yeah. And you can not you don't have to totally understand or respect exactly where they're coming from. But it's just bringing that small bit of empathy into it to kind of say, right, well, maybe that's not happening on purpose. And that can give you that little space between yeah. that reaction and that responding. If you can look at that and go, God, she's in panic right now. Mm -hmm. Like something's happened. 
you know, I, actually what I want to do right now is help her and give her a hug or feed whatever it is that she's needing in that moment. Yeah. But in order for you to do that, you have to be in that space in your heart. You have to be in that empathy space in order to be able to give that and open your own heart to go, okay, I actually, this is so, I'm, it's so not about me right now. I need to see how I can help her. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a really good point you made. Yeah, but again, <clears throat> you know, like when if if you're in fight or flight, you're never going to see them. You're never mm. going to see that space. So it's up to us. It, it it'll always come back to you, and coming back to how you are, chemically, emotionally, physically, mentally, if to to allow that space for somebody else. So it's it is because you know. A fight or flight will not meet another fight or flight with connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true. It's like two opposites just yes. not each other. 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of your things I want to talk about, and obviously your, your course is about, about resilience as well. Um, where do you think, like I last week, actually, I, I was talking to um, a guy called Endo Doherty and he did some unbelievable challenges. He, he went, he walked the, the length of Ireland uh, with a washing machine on his back. He went up Kilimanjaro with it just to, to raise awareness for people. And um, he had such depth of resilience of like literally the amount of times things went wrong. Um, where do you think people find resilience from? I think a lot of that has to do with our experiences. And I think it's how, because resilience is really your ability to bounce back, how we manage difficult challenges and things in our lives. There are a series of challenges that have happened. And I think that we get the strength from that because we sometimes we have no choice but to get up and move forward. And that's where you start to build your resilience up. So I think it comes over a lifetime for a lot of people. People have different life experiences. So they're the way that they or the amount of resilience they have is going to be different for each person. And I think it's a choice to kind of go at some point you get to a, a place. People might even not realize they have resilience, but we do have it. It's just igniting that within ourselves and realizing it's there and go, actually, all that stuff that happened to me, if I look back at that and I look at where I am right now, it was resilience probably that got me to this place, along with other things. But resilience was one of the things that pushed you through those difficult times. So often it's the language that we use that we don't identify that with things that we already have inside of ourselves that we're unaware of totally. Mm. Yeah, and I would even go deeper as well, like, you know, experience, but connecting to that deeper knowing, that mm. absolute knowing within yourself that we have so many attributes in within us that if we can just tap into it. And, and as you said earlier on, like it's flipping, flipping the script, Do you know, it's instead of going, I can't go, oh, you know, what? I've got this, I got this. And it's, you know, the more we the more we actually talk to ourselves, that inner inner talk can actually build us up and build our intention, build our resilience, build our, as I said, just that, that inner knowing that you can do this. And, but it, but it does everything for me starts with a thought. Everything mm. starts with a thought. So you either, you know, you either flip the script or as, as Amanda says, you have the choice to just stay where you are and stuck. So that's what the resilience comes from. It's that it's thoughts. Yeah. And you were saying about that inner belief and, a lot of people talk about affirmations and about that just just talking to yourself in the present tense where you you have this and uh, yeah. what's what's your opinions on affirmations because some people it's here miss but some people yeah well, well well I did the Louise Hay training so I'm a Louise Hay workshop leader as well so um 
affirmations for me and I remember even doing a presentation um, in front of the group and they were saying, oh, I do my affirmations. I said, but do you do them with intention? Do you do them with intention? Do you do them God, believing it and knowing it? Because you can say something like 100,000 times a day and ream it off like we've all done it in school, you know, yeah. but there is no intention behind it. And it changes the chem. Get, I'm going back to the chemicals because it's the science behind it. Like it changes everything. And, you know, when you say it with belief, you're, you're stimulating your heart chakra, you're stimulating your, your heart energy. And then, as I said, we are vibrating beings. So whatever we believe about ourselves, you're going to vibrate out and then attract that experience back. So that's where the affirmation for me comes in. It's like, yeah, I am enough. You know what? I am enough. I've got this. But instead of just going, I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm enough. It, it becomes a, like a, there's no energy behind it. Yeah. When you connect into the energy, you connect into your power source. Yes. And that makes a huge difference. So there's lots of people over the years that we've both worked with who are in like in their 20s, 30s, who really still struggle with the sense of who they truly are. They have an identity like Laura talked about earlier, like you're attached to an identity because you have a school, because you're a teacher, because you have a job. But do people actually know what their true identity to themselves is? And when you talk about loving kindness and the affirmations, it's about that as well. Being kind to yourself. We nurture other people, but we forget to nurture ourselves. And sometimes those affirmations, when they're connected to your energy and to your heart, they are the ones that create the shift and build that sense of I am enough or I'm actually, you know, it's people are actually looking. And this is not in a cocky way, but it's in a way that people are really lucky that I'm in their life as well. I give people lots of things if they're in a friendship relationship with me as they give me because it's an open exchange of information, emotion, all of those things. And there's a good connection, but it's not somebody taking from you all of the time are you allowing that to happen because you have a value on yourself that's where people are missing and that's where those affirmations can be very very helpful powerful and it's funny actually i remember i had a, a, a talk back uh, as you were talking there about when you mentioned loving kindness again and i remember when um, i did my teacher training and one of the most difficult parts a lot of people find with love and kindness is not giving it to someone they don't like but actually giving it back to themselves and uh, we used to have um part of Alexa where first first of all you, you'd actually visualize uh, your best friend and you'd visualize your arm around your best friend and you'd send love and kindness to them then you send love and kindness to your to both of you and then you'd maybe let your friend just disappear in the background and maybe just send that to yourself and it was a gentle way of actually bringing it to ourselves and um but it's amazing that if you try somebody who struggles with that to suddenly just send some um, just some love and energy back to yourself it, it can be very hard a lot of people maybe they haven't felt it much in their life maybe they haven't experienced it and just to send that back to themselves yeah yeah totally I mean I remember growing up and uh, you know when you do something positive for yourself people would be just like or you said something nice about yourself or you were confident and you, you played a really good game of basketball and you'd be like, God, I played brilliant today. People are like, would you just get over yourself now? You're above your station or don't be so cocky. Or, you know, it was all, it was a lot of times it was a negative response, which then taught us growing up that, okay, I can't really say anything nice or positive about what I've achieved or myself or anything like that. And then you get into that pattern and that routine of doing that. You know, so I think that it's important for us to be able to be open to that and have a laugh. Like, 
we laugh better. Like I will go around saying, yeah, I did that. That was great. God, that was great cracker. That was great fun. And I own it. Like I'm okay with that. And because that is the truth in that moment, I did good. And if no one else, even if other people say, I want to feel that myself because that is what builds me up inside and keeps me full of my own sense of who I am and my identity. So it's about allowing people and other people acknowledging that and not judging somebody when they do do something nice and they do actually say, gosh, I'm really proud that I did that. Get on board with them. It's fantastic that they did that. Yes. Why would we be not encouraging that behavior and those you know, thoughts to other people? Mm-hmm. But I do think you're right. It's very difficult for people to really find permission to love themselves truly when they're in an environment that doesn't really lend to that. So I think it can be challenging for sure. Yeah. I remember when um when I first started doing mirror work and you know then doing some of the Louise Hay work, um she used to say, like, um, I'm willing, willing, willing to love myself. So it was like putting kind of that, you know, making it longer, not just going, I love myself. Because it was yeah. a little bit hard just gonna go in with that. And and I agree with Amanda, it's habitual again. It's yeah. you know, like we you know, as you just said, like, you know, you were kind of put down if you were cocky in any way going oh my god but now I'm actually going I love myself I love this I'm very lucky that I live with a, a pretty cool little seven-year-old and yes. uh it's, it's I just love the like he, he, they, they, they look at some tasks they're good and goes yeah I'm really good at that and yes. you know it's like <laughs> it's that yes that yes. like like when do we lose that like when like when have we like, there's so many people now that would just if they embrace that again, that inner is that, and that that inner child is in us all, you know, that little yeah. kind of that. Yes, I like. I remember talking, and uh, actually, I might have talked about actually the, the time myself and you and uh, you were on uh, stage, Laura, and about um, the first time he learned to jump, and it was like oh, I can jump with two feet, and it was the most exciting <laughs> thing in the world, and just seeing yeah. that pure joy inside him, and. Uh, it's infectious, you know, it's just, just yeah. to see, to be around people like that. And it's, I think it's around us all, you know, we can, we can, if we look out for these little moments just to, to yeah. trigger something inside us, you know? Yes. Yeah. And it's not to say, you know, it's not, you know, some people might say, oh, God, you're, it's all about the bubbly. And it isn't. It's about taking, like you say, it's about those moments yeah. because those moments can shift where you are energetically yeah. it's about understanding and knowing them and how you can manage that yourself and choose to have that in your life if you want to it's right it's powerful powerful stuff but again yeah. that's awareness isn't it yeah. like it's awareness it's it's capturing those moments it's that's that's awareness it's like oh yeah and look at the joy in their face and as you said it is infectious and we you know Again, we are programmed to go towards warmth, towards connection, to towards positivity, and um, because our brain doesn't like pain. Like you know, if so, if somebody is complaining the whole time, we tend to either join in their bubble or run away from them. <laughs> so, so again, it's that awareness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, there's a there's a question I I ask all my guests and uh, I have to I'm you prepared. Yeah, have you prepared? But the reason the reason I, I ask it because angry. I <laughs> I I love the the fact that like it's a, it's a beautiful conversation and it's a, it, it's something that um a lot of people have different perspectives on because we're we're talking about energy healing we're talking about things but I just think mindfulness comes into our lives in so many different ways and. Um, one thing I, I ask all the guests is 
what does mindful living mean to you? So if I could ask both of you, um, so Amanda first, like, like if you could look at like how to live your life in a mindful way or mindful living or what does that, what does that represent in your life? In a simple way, I would say being present every day, being present, you know, and being conscious and making choices for yourself, understanding that there's two paths you can go. You can go down to your regular routines and subconscious and do everything. And you can have a people have a good life that way. Or you can have an even more enriched life that makes you have conscious choices every day. And that's where your growth happens. So for me, it is about being present. If it was one word, it would be present. That's what I would say. Yeah. And Laura, like yeah. what if if I say the same question to you, like it's yeah, what, what I, mindful living me to you. I'd say notice the little things, notice the beauty around you. Notice the beauty around you because like I know, like I I for me, I'd walk down my my road and literally I see I notice the golden trees or I notice the birds or I notice and it was only that somebody else had said it to me. Uh one actually one of my own gorgeous friends said, Laura, you say everything is beautiful. <laughs> Even my dog, my dog, every time every time I go, Oh, look at that beautiful, the dog thinks it's a it's a <laughs> it's a command because she's like she looks around so what's beautiful, mammy? <laughs> So actually, I, I I would say, yeah, look at the nature, look at beauty and also gratitude. I would say mm. thank you probably a hundred times a day. I'm so grateful for everything. I'm so grateful. And, and it's it's actually, it, has my, it, has, it is my mantra, but it's a mantra with intention. I'm yeah. so grateful. Yeah. And it's so important to, that what you finished out with is that it's with intention. And mm. it goes back to what we were saying about affirmations and that it's easy to just wind these things off or to say gratitude. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for it. But mm-hmm. to actually just feel it. And like, it's like, you're talking about it, like chemically inside. I'm sure gratitude is also releasing something chemically as well. Oh, oh I could talk about that for a thousand years. <laughs> <That's all laughs> <in the podcast>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, serotonin, oxytocin. We're doing that for Valentine's Day. <laughs> yes. We're going to do oh, it. Wow. Valentine's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic. The, um, Listen, the the energy between the two of you is just phenomenal. Um, like yeah. I, I'm I'm sitting here and inside I'm <laughs> laughing and full of warmth here. I'm just like, oh, you can feel actually anyone that's on has actually listened to the podcast, you won't see that there's about 20 times I've actually talked to the girl and I've actually put my hand on my heart chakra. <laughs> and it's just it's an amazing energy. If if people want to spend four days with you, uh, how do they go about it? Okay, so our um, website is www.mindbodyresilienceschool.com and we have our four-day course coming up in January, sorry, February the 20th to the 24th and mm. it's in Glendalough Sanctuary um, and that, yeah, I know, and then we're actually running one in March again and that'll be in Tala in the beautiful, another beautiful sanctuary. So just go onto our website. Yeah, they've got the list for the whole year when our, our courses are going to be running. Wow, and and this if if we could, do you mind if I ask actually ask? Because yeah. I'm, I'm, so yeah. I bring guests on, and most of the time I'm just nosy for myself. I love, love it. <laughs> tell tell me a bit, a bit about about this course and the the type of people that would be attracted to it. Okay, so the course is the got it's a iTech the first iTech accredited course that was been awarded in Ireland. Um, so it's the only so energy resilience workshop leader course is the title of it. It's a fifty hour course. Um, and it has 50 CPDs for people at the end that they can bring to their different um, disciplines. So like it could go to the social work, which is core, it could go to nursing, it could go anywhere. 
So it's really for people who want to create a shift, to really want to understand about how to really integrate energy and have your, you know, get your own power in relation to that back, how to make shifts in your relationships, friendships, how all that works. And also in the corporate world and teams and managing teams, how do you manage like five people on a team who think differently, maybe who have different energies coming in and out? How do you manage that and make it better for your teams? So it's really around anyone who wants to make those shifts and learn more about it. Um, I'm probably leaving loads out, Laura. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me, it's also for people who like who want to host like groups or workshops. Oh, yeah. So people who like have done maybe like yoga or Pilates or, you know, have already got their groups um, and want to actually bring more of the modalities into it. So um, there are seven modules. And so the modules would be like um, your mind-body connection, understanding energy and resilience, and then understanding then boundaries, um, EFT, understanding the, all the different tools and techniques to actually tap into our own stuff as well as breath work self-care and movement so it's it's to be able to go in and actually give a whole holistic program to as you said corporates uh women's groups you know guy groups so you know wherever you you feel in the community it would benefit um which is everyone (laughs) so yeah everyone can do the course yeah Actually, you know what's really great about it is it's a workshop leader. So it trains, it gives people the tools, the actual yeah. workbook and everything to go out when they leave our course, to go out and be able to set up a wellness program within their community, within their workplace, within their friendship, wherever they want to do and open up a little spot for themselves in that world. Then there's a follow up every six weeks. We do a follow up Zoom with all the participants and graduates as a support because we really are about building community and supporting people yeah. create that change. So we do that with them every six weeks to help them build that community with us, but also to support. So we want people to do the program and do something with it. We don't want it to be a program people come to and then just go, oh, God, I remember I did that program last year. I never did anything with it. We actually want people to create the change for themselves, but also for everybody else around them. So it's actually really, we're actually really, really proud of it. We spent a lot of time and really trying to, hone in on the pieces that we felt were really important that that would be available for everybody to access and that it would make a difference collectively in our communities and in the world really yeah you know so that's fantastic so, so it can be applicable to any sort of industry so that yeah. if you're drawn towards um really helping people to build resilience within your own industry that i definitely would recommend uh, reaching out to Laura and Amanda on this and like they said check out the website which is mind I had it up, up here a second in front of me what's the website my body resilience school.com my body resilience school yeah and That's what I'll do is I'll, I'll um, make sure that um, on our show notes that there is um, there, there is ways that people can connect with you because I, I honestly think that I, I've looked at a lot of courses over the last while for just something that would really make an impact on the ground uh, for people. And this one, I think, really will. That if if you're in that type of uh, trainer, facilitator, that this could really make a difference to your business and give you a packaged workshop that you could actually go out and build in your own community and uh, 
put your own spin on it as well, which is hundred percent. Yeah, it's actually been really interesting to watch. Um, graduates already have completed the course, and at the end they have to present uh, for an hour, and it's amazing what they've done. The ideas, are the ideas, what they've actually come, and it's lovely to hear our words. But then they actually totally took their own spin and brought their own modalities in it, and. Uh, we had a ball. <laughs> we oh, really enjoyed it. We learned. So we're always learning, Stephen. Yeah. We're always learning. And I, that, that's, I think that's a nice way to, to finish it because it yeah. is so important that just to realise that life is a journey and like we are all learning upon this journey. Yes. And um, I was talking about last week, it's, it's about just dancing every single week, uh, every single day and just making sure that you're, enjoy, you're enjoying that dance, whatever is coming up in your life. Thank so listen, Amanda, Laura, thank you so much for coming on and thank giving you up your moment to, to chat to me about this. And um, thank you for coming on the Mindful Living Guide. You're Brilliant. welcome. Thank you so thank much, you. Stephen. Cheers. Take Have care. a fabulous day. Yeah, enjoy yourself. So there you go. Thanks so much for listening again to this episode. And I really hope you got something from it. Um, I jotted down a few key points during the episode that I think really mattered. And they were that growth is a consistent process and everyone has the opportunity to grow every day. Also, resilience is such an important factor in overcoming those difficult times and digging deep and finding a way forward. Also, our, our thoughts shape our beliefs and experience and how you may have got from the affirmations that we talked about and how we can use them with intention to change the energy behind them. But the important part is the intention. So listen, if you really enjoyed the episode, uh, I'd recommend you looking up uh, Laura and Amanda, again, it's mindbodyresilienceschool.com. That's it for this week's episode of the Mindful Living Guide. We're, we'll be back again next week with some amazing guests and hopefully a few nuggets of how you can bring mindfulness into your everyday life. I'm Stephen Downey and this has been the Mindful Living Guide. Mm-hmm.